Welcome to Environmental. I'm Mary. I'm Emma. And I'm Emily. And we're college students who love learning about the earth and are eager to share our journey. Environmental is a radio show committed to blowing your mind with all things environmental. We'll explore topics such as climate change, pollution, and sustainability. Join us for a 10 a.m. existential crisis broadcasted at whatever time for your convenience. <laughs> Online time for your convenience. Hey! Hi guys! It's been so long. We're back via virtual interactions and we're here to talk about um, a lot of things. (laughs) Semester, end of semester wrap up and whatever we feel like. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, we decided to cancel our show back in March um, around the 20th due to COVID-19. So we've been taking a break since we can't go to the studio, um, but since Mary is graduating and um, it's kind of the end of the year, we thought we would just do our best to have a um, a wrap-up episode, like Emma said, and yeah, just talk about um, what's going on kind of with the COVID-19 and then talk about the and the show and um, just kind of like um, a year in review and a look back on where we came from and where we're going. Yes. So, um, yeah, it's been really hard for me to, with all this going on, but we have some good news, I believe, to share about how the the stay home stay safe um is affecting the environment so mary you've graduated or you still have like a summer class to finish so i still have two summer classes to finish but i was supposed to like participate or i guess i did participate in the uh may commencement the virtual commencement yeah, the virtual yeah. Commencement, which was, we literally just like went to the website and searched your name, and then it was like your little, a picture of your degree. Oh. So, yeah. But yes, I'm on my way out. I'm entering the real world. I'm excited or maybe terrified. I can't tell which, probably though. <laughs> But yeah. Yeah, great great time to graduate right now, right? <laughs> I know, right? During a pandemic and probably like a recession. Are we yeah. in a recession? Probably. Oh yeah. Ideal. But that's that's awesome. Congrats. I will be there in fall. I know. You guys will yeah, be as well. We will maybe also have a virtual commencement so who knows yeah I know they said that we were supposed to like do an online or an in-person one like eventually but I don't know when that'll be or if that'll like really even happen who knows yeah yeah maybe if it's um safe then 
uh, end of fall, then they'll like combine the fall and spring semester yeah. people. Then we can like walk together. <laughs> That's what I was hoping. That would be then cool. We, we don't have to wait until spring to walk either. So, yeah. Okay. So, what are we going to talk about today? Well, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of media coverage about how, you know, nature's returning. (laughs) We are the virus. Nature's returning to its natural habitat. And I think it's hilarious. But I think it's my favorite meme of this whole thing happening. The nature is healing. And then it's like some of them are real and then some of them are fake. It's like little frogs in like top hats. And it's like, the, yeah. the frogs with top hats have returned. Nature is healing. We have the virus. Yeah. Just, uh, I love the really outlandish ones. They're funny. Yeah. Um, but what I've been, like, I when I first saw it, it was, like, in Venice, I believe, in Italy. Like, the yeah. canals cleared up and, like, there were, like, swans and, like, fish. Oh, dolphins and like at first I was like oh my gosh that's so cool and then apparently it got debunked as like it's not true but then there still is like some true I guess some truth in that like the streams are like clearing up but not to the extent where there's dolphins jumping in the (laughs) in the canals yeah maybe I, I don't know I, the dolphin one was definitely fake. Um, I've seen other ones like little fish and like mm-hmm. jellyfish, and I don't know if those are fake or real. But the, yeah, the canals for sure have been clearing, which is cool. Um, from what I read, it looks like the cleared water is more from like the sediment being able to. Um, like rest it's not being stirred oh, up. Yeah. doesn't look as muddy oh yeah so I don't know if it's like actually like the chemicals or just like the sediment that's clearing but it does look clear and cool because the they're sediment. not driving their boats around as much yeah. so yeah. then the sediment doesn't get kicked up yeah that makes sense I think, yeah I was gonna say that makes more sense because I feel that I don't know. I mean, I'm sure some fact, like companies and factories aren't in- actively polluting, but I feel there would still be pollution. Like, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because I don't know. Do they if they use like just rowboats or if they use like ga- like motorized boats? So if they yeah, use motorized sure. boats and they're not using them now, then it would make sense that it wouldn't also be contaminated. Or, like, there wouldn't be as much pollution. I I think what is the the most true of the stories is the, um, the emissions decline. Yes. The emissions have been um, declining because no one's driving around. No one's flying anywhere. The fossil fuels aren't being burnt. Um, I read on an article that, uh, they've, the, like, average emissions have declined by 17% compared to last year. Um, and that's, like, likely due to, um, 
the US, China, and India all um, cutting their emissions at the same time because we know that those three countries are the top polluting countries. So, yeah. Like, and like cutting because nobody's out and about. Right, because of the lockdown orders, no one is uh, commuting to work. Nobody is traveling to different countries and flying to different countries and states. We're all stuck at home, which sucks for us, but is good for the planet. Um, We talked about earlier, too, like, how do we think that this slight decline is going to impact the overall emissions? Yeah, like in the long term. Yeah, and... From what I've seen, it's like it's false hope because as soon as it's over, we're going to go back to doing the exact same thing. Yeah. That's what I thought, too. Like in the long term, who knows? It's great that like the emissions are being cut right now. But in the long term, who knows how much of an impact that's really going to have when we've been doing this for, you know, like hundred years or so yeah um, yeah and then if companies like try to make up for what they lost and like mm-hmm. double their production rates then that's just gonna like release more greenhouse gases and not be not <laughs> not yeah. but I also I also think that that comes into like a different discussion which is um like when are things going to get back to normal? And Mm. I don't know about you guys, but I keep catching myself thinking like, oh yeah, uh, two weeks from now, a month from now, everything's going to go back to normal. But I've been thinking that for the past like two months now. So I think I'm like caught in this, like it's a very short term thing, which I think like the lock, the stay at home and lockdown will be short term. But as far as, like everyday life, I think I'm thinking that it's gonna go back to normal, but in reality, like it looks like it's not gonna be the same. Yeah, know? yeah, and even some companies, I think um, Twitter and Facebook have said that for a lot of their employees that they can work from home like permanently, even yeah. after this goes back to normal. So, like, I think there will be those sort of changes from people working from home. Um, and then also, like you're saying, it's like, we don't know how long this is going to last. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm more slightly more pessimistic on my um, uh, expectations that I, I like to keep my hopes down so that if things are better, then it, I feel a little bit better. So I'm like, where I'm already thinking that it's like, well, I've already been hearing that it's like 2021 is when things will like maybe be back to like, quote unquote, oh normal. God. Just so, throw 2020 away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So then if, yeah, if people are, and then unfortunately also like the people who are unemployed, who aren't working or aren't driving and like if they're unemployed for that long, like, yeah, that'll help greenhouse gases. Um, but of course we'll be God. terrible for all those people. Um, yeah. But then also there's the, like the people who maybe end up working from home for forever after this who knows and I think too Mary like you bring up a good point about what is normal like we're never gonna go back to a normal like yeah just be a new way of life 
very dramatic but like I don't know yeah and I feel like we're never like gonna go back to like the old normal there's gonna be like a new normal like it's never it's never gonna be the same <laughs> um, um, yeah so yeah that, that reminds me oh sorry this lag I know I was gonna just say that like because of all the unknown like we don't know what fall semester is going to look like, so we don't know um, if we're gonna have do do a show or um, like or when or how we would do it. And we were also planning on doing another clothing swap, but I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, and I was planning on like making this group, the like climate change advocacy group, mm-hmm. and with like the whole shutdown, I just. Like, you're in survival mode. You're not trying to think of, like, making new school groups and hosting events. So, like, mm-hmm. it just kind of got dropped off. But that would also be a thing that would be cool to pick up in fall. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> everything's like the, we'll see sort of a uh, point in time, which I think everyone is kind of, I don't know, used to. Right now, it's like you can't make any plans. So, yeah. yeah. But if this works out, then we could do a virtual show in fall. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, tell us how the quality sounds, you guys. <laughs> yeah, but we. Might, I might have to invest in some better like headphones because I'm just using my my laptop speaker, so I don't know, or microphone. So I don't know. I remember we tried recording on my laptop before and I the sound wasn't as good as in the studio. Um, but we'll just have to make do because... I'm, yeah, I'm I bought good. a pretty cheap microphone um, a while ago for making like YouTube videos. Um, oh, yeah. And it works pretty good. You have to like get used to it though. You have to like figure out where to hold it in front of your face and like how mm-hmm. loud to talk and how loud to project. So like you still have to do some like testing with that, but then it ends up sounding pretty good which I'm not using right now because I don't want to like hunch over my like microphone because you have to like has a short cord and you have to like be in the right distance so it's annoying (laughs) yeah I'm also on my just my computer speaker so if you guys hear uh kids playing in the background (laughs) well that's good they're getting outside that's good yeah that's true they're having fun so well so yeah what else did we want to talk about well, so we, we we don't know about the future, but we know about our past. Ooh. Ooh, like that transition. <laughs> um, so we we just decided, you know, this will be an episode where we just reminisce, you know. Um, talk about the good old days. Pre-coronavirus. Yeah. Each other in person. Um, so we, um, we all go to... Washington State University in Vancouver and we all had Mark Kramer's history of climate change class and at the time I had a show called creeping it Re- creeping it real and we did like murder mystery stuff oh and yeah it that was super fun and but on the show I had like a little segment where I would talk about the environment but for me I it wasn't fulfilling enough like I wanted to keep I want to have a whole show um so I asked Mary if she would join and because we had that class together so we were getting all this really good material to talk about like and 
you know, wanted oh, to talk about yes, it more. What'd you say? <laughs> I said, heck yes, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so we got the show approved by Coog Radio and started recording. And our first episode was actually on January 28th, 2019. So we have had our one year anniversary. Um, very exciting. Um, but there was something missing. <laughs> um, and so Emma joined on as a guest on an episode, but it it just went way more smooth and like smoothly. And um, so she Emma became a permanent member. Can I and, tell and a story about that? Yeah. Um, so for my new year's like resolution, I like sometimes make new year's resolutions. And that year I had, I had made a resolution that I wanted to either do YouTube videos or do a podcast. Cause I had also, you know, been getting all this cool climate change information and like wanted to share it. So mm-hmm. I had made that as resolution, like podcast or YouTube video. And then I sit down next to Mary, like the first day of our like GIS class, I think. And um, we're like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? And she's like, oh, I, I started this podcast. It's called Environmental. You should listen to it. And I'm like, and I'm like, can I be on? <laughs> I'm like, yes. And then you're like, yep. And then we had the first episode. And then you guys immediately were like, you should just be on forever now. And I was like, okay. Yeah, it, it, you were a big contribution. It was very difficult to just have an hour show with two people. Too. Yeah. Um, and then, so that, and so Emma officially, her first day was February 25th, so Emma's been on, we've all been on for a year now. Um, but I think, like, when the show changed was when we started having guests, too, and so that kind of added, like, another dynamic. Yeah. Um, so Mary, do you want to talk about our, our guest? Yeah, so our first guest was a call-in from Florida, it was our sea level rise episode, and um, he was living in Miami. It's my friend Eric that I've known since fifth grade, and we got some really interesting uh, information from him. Yeah, about how they're like building condos on like land that's will be covered by water and like. 50 years like things like that like yeah Yeah. and he said that like so with like sea level rise one thing is like flooding gets worse because like the tide gets closer to the land and he was saying like at least once a month there would be flooding like in the streets and in the highways to the point where like you had to change your commute to go around the flooding which I thought was crazy wow yeah so he was our very first guest i really like that he he like literally lived like was in florida and like experienced what we were talking about so yeah. that that was fun real firsthand experience yeah. yeah um and then took you guys took your talk to the walk to well you walked your to talk. the walk you <laughs> walked the talk yeah um, yeah we skip school to save the environment we went to the portland uh youth climate strike on september 20th 2019 yeah. that was fun yeah, how was that that was like my first like 
strike. So it was really cool to see. And then it was like, it, in particular, it was like a youth climate strike. So um, it was really crazy to see people who are young, like way younger than me, like in elementary school, holding like handmade signs that they made saying like exactly the things that like we've been learning about in school. It's just like, um, like sea level rise, like there's no planet B, like things like that. And it was really, yeah. uh, it's really powerful. It's really cool. Yeah, it was really powerful. Um, I think it was really inspirational to see, like you said, such young people. My gosh, I'm which is crazy because like we're in the young category, so it's like. I mean, when I was in high school, I wasn't going to marches. I mean, there wasn't stuff like this when I was in high school, and yeah, I feel like this really makes me sound like a boomer, but it makes me. (laughs) so hopeful for like that generation and like it really makes me believe that they're gonna um make these changes that we need because they're they have they're participating in climate strikes they're participating in like gun control strikes and like women's rights strikes like all this stuff that and that's what we need is for young people to get involved and to care about these things which they're doing which is so inspiring to me yeah it's crazy to me it's like it's our future like we uh, we'll get to either see what see what happens uh, in 50 years or so like or by 2050 yeah Um, so that yeah that was awesome and then um our first in-person guest was you know just off the street we just grabbed a random (laughs) (laughs) it was andrew he just asked some questions and just stayed for like a little bit. So that was kind of, that was funny to have um, Andrew on. So thank you, Andrew. Thank but you. our officially like our first um, in-person, well, in-person guest was Betsy. And then we had Emma's friend Byron call in as well um, to talk about veg- being vegetarian and how we can, you know, vote with our forks and deciding what we eat can also like impact the environment yeah and yeah and then that was that was a cool episode because it inspired something with all of us yeah wait what did it inspire with you uh well I was already like pretty so like pretty vegetarian in that um like I am pretty vegetarian so like um but I think with that it just got me thinking about it more and then being more because sometimes if I like go out to eat all and there's no options, I will, like, eat chicken or something, but, like, I think after that, I was like, okay, I need to, like, be a little more stickler about this, so. So, did it make you, like, more committed to it? Uh, yeah, I think it just, like, sometimes I get, I'm just like, oh, it's fine, I'll just, like, eat it today, and when it's, like, there are other options, or, like, if I am eating out, so, um, I think it just made me a little bit more, yeah, particular about it, but. Mm. Yeah, so. Every, we all um, went vegetarian for the week and documented it on Instagram, so that was really fun. Um, but yeah, Mary. Yeah, so I decided to extend that week to the foreseeable future. Um, I have not had meat since that episode, which I am particularly shocked with my own <laughs> actions because I think 
anytime I met a vegetarian or I thought about being vegetarian, I always thought I could never do that. Like I never thought I would have the self-control or, I mean, I grew up in Texas, which is like the capital of barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> always said I could never be a vegetarian. I could never do it. Nope. I, not, it's not for me. But here I am freaking six months later. That's awesome. Yeah. I think for anyone who is wanting to improve their diet in that way, um, what really helped me was to just make like small changes, you know, don't try and go cold turkey and cut cold turkey. Yeah. Like for, even before that episode for a long time, I had not been eating um, beef or pork. So, um, and I did that because like, I felt bad because they're like really intelligent animals. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And also like, it's just not that good for you to eat too much like red meat. So I cut that out first. And then I thought, oh, well, if I'm not eating any beef, like I'm just eating chicken now. So that's only one more thing that I have to cut out of my diet. So I think taking those small steps slowly is what really like helped me be successful. Cool. Plus you made it through the holidays. Like if you can make it through the, we had an episode, uh, yeah, beginning of November. So you made it through Thanksgiving and like Christmas with that. So you're in it for the long haul now. (laughs) That was a tough one. Um, and then our next guest was Amy. So thank you, Amy. We talked all about salmon um, and keystone, how it's a keystone species and how awesome salmon are. So, yeah, that was an awesome episode. That yeah. like really riled me up for salmon also. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, feel free to go back and listen to any of these episodes we've talked about. They're all streaming on your favorite streaming platform. How and many streams are we up to? Do you know off the top of your head? I can look, actually. I haven't looked this morning. We um, were up to 2,000 a bit ago. Yeah, so we should be... Should be higher we are, than that. We are... So our total plays with all of our episodes uploaded is about... 2,600. Wow. Ooh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So thank you everyone for streaming. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Our most um, streamed episode is our first uploaded episode called All About Plastic. Yes. And that was Emma's first episode too, I believe. Yeah. Um, and so guess how many streams that has? 500. Uh, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. It has, it has 429. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. 449 people have listened to that episode. Yeah, 429. Oh, 29. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's crazy. That's awesome. Well, thank you, guys. Yeah. So, yeah, we were feeling pretty good about our stream, (laughs) our guests, and so, um, oh, I didn't put the fast, we had a fast fashion episode that 
at the end we talked about well why don't we just host an event where we can do something to reduce people's like um, consumerism about you know the clothes and shopping so we're, we just casually said oh we, let's have you know a clothing swap or something yeah and we made it happen yeah, so then that's like a year. Oh yeah, sorry, I'll read this part. It was like yeah. our accidentally the like one year anniversary from when you guys started, which Aww. was super awesome. And clothing swap was so much fun. It was cool to like casually have this idea, be like, oh, we should do this, and then like actually make it happen, and then to like see it happen. And then also we paired with the fashion club, and it was really cool to like make friends with the fashion club and um meet them and then like also get inspired by like what they're doing on campus and Mm -hmm. then um potentially having something like that again on campus yeah so thank you so much to Armando who kind of took us under his wing and since (laughs) we're just a show on Coog Radio we don't have the resources that a club does to like rent a room or have like um a frame set up well we have done that but um, just have they have different resources so it was super awesome it was very successful and all of the clothes that were left over was donated to Seeds of Liberation so that was cool too that um, they were donated at the end um, yeah so super awesome so keep an eye out for hopefully we can have it again um, one day yeah I found lots of good stuff. I still wear that jacket that I got all the time. Yeah, I got a bunch of good stuff. It's so when it was when it's like free, like Goodwill, I usually buy a lot of stuff cuz it's mm-hmm. like really cheap. But then when if it's like all free clothes, <laughs> it's like, oh, I'll take all these. Oh, actually, yeah. uh wait, no. Never mind. Yeah. And then I love like going to Goodwill, so then I I think right after um, right before the shutdown, I went to Goodwill and like got a bunch of clothes and um, ended up having, I got a dress and then I ended up having like a fancy date with my partner wearing the like dress I got from Goodwill, like in oh, quarantine, um, just for fun. So if you're looking for a fun quarantine thing, you can still dress up fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Random. Um, and it totally worked out too, because some people brought like five bags of clothes and didn't really take much and then there was people who didn't know about the event or you know just didn't bring any clothes because they didn't know or didn't have the resources so they were able to take you know stuff just as much stuff because we had so many clothes so it didn't matter how much you contributed yeah um and so that that's i like that part too um and then <laughs> Now that we're a big, we're big named, we had our event on campus. We're able to wrangle our um, climate change professor we had that brought us all together on the show. That was a very yeah. Fun. We had Mark Kramer yeah. on the show, who was a senior climate uh, scientist under the Obama administration. Um, and who did a ton of other things that just talking to him on the podcast, we like don't really know from just having them as a teacher, like kind of what their life was like. So it was cool um, to kind of hear about 
um, things that he's done. And then, then that also made us think of another event that we could do, which was having a, like a denialist um, barbecue, I guess, <laughs> was how he um, was like, how, how do we like give information to people who are climate change denialists? And he said that you just start making ribs in the morning, talking to them, and then you drop the big like climate change bomb on them, like right when the ribs are almost done. So, so using food and like a community to like build those connections to be able to like spread the information. And then that made us think that it would be cool to do one of those in the future. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, I just like that he came on. It was kind of just like a full circle. Yeah, really. How we met. Um, and then we talked about our another keystone species. We talked about with Britta, another classmate of ours um, that we had. So thank you, Britta, for coming on and teaching us about wolves. I, I like that episode. Very, very knowledgeable. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's so cool having these people like Amy and Britta on, like, who are so enthused about this certain animal and, Definitely. like, having so much information that we could just, like, ask them anything and they, like, answer it and then give us, like, way more information. It's really cool. And then um, the fun, a fun thing we did was... We kind of did a crossover episode with another show on Coog Radio called It's Trivia Time with um, Emily. And so she came on, I believe she just came on our show and yeah. then just kind of took the reins. And um, since it's trivia, she did tri- like environmental trivia and then we all gave in our gave our answers. So that was really fun. Yeah, that was fun. To... <laughs> To test our knowledge. It's probably the best experience of trivia I've had because it's stuff that I actually knew everything about. Like, usually <laughs> if I go to trivia, it's like a lot of pop culture references and I don't know any of that, so. Yeah, I liked that we were competing. Like, <laughs> who knew the closest answer to um, to the question? Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I think... I think my favorite part though is how we like the clothing swap was like how we we held an event so like the second event that we kind of we went to and we tabled at was the women's fair um so we got to since we're a true <laughs> strong environmental knowledgeable women yeah um, <laughs> got to table at the at the women's fair and talk about environmental there yeah, it was cool yeah. even to be asked to be there. Like um, yeah. you said, the lady was like, of course, I'd ask you, like, you guys are strong female voices in the like community. I was like, whoa, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we yeah. are. Um, and that was kind of our last hurrah before we decided to cancel the show. And um yeah, before spring break, and then then they were like, "Yep, you're not coming back from spring break." Yeah, <laughs> I remember at that fair we were all talking about the virus. Like, yeah, it was at the time where it was starting to like become a thing, but it hadn't totally like shut down the world yet. So we were like, "Oh, I wonder if this is happening." 
should they be here? Should they be here with all these people? Oh, it's fine. We're fine. (laughs) So, yeah, I just wanted to, we should just go around and say, like, what was our favorite episode um, that we've done so far? Okay. Do you want to start? Um, yeah, I can, I'll start. Um, I think my favorite episode was the, um, the outdoor episode we did. Oh, yeah. The title of it. Um. Oh, the, like, Leave No Trace one? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just really, or, uh, it's called Unethical Outdoors. And we talked about how with social media that the outdoors is changing and like how people respect it um because now it's so easy for a a location to be shared in social media yeah um so it's getting like overrun with tourism or hikers and they're not everyone knows leave no trace um like the seven principles or you know honestly some people are just immature or they're just there for the instagram clout and that's something that I'm passionate about because, like, I used to take, go out and take pictures and in nature and, you know, you want to do anything to, like, get that shot, but not at the expense of the area of the wilderness. Um, so, yeah, I think that was definitely my favorite episode because it's just really hard to see people not care about the environment and that and you know since we're so passionate about it just kind of I really like talking about it so who's next I'm just scrolling through the episodes of like to see refresh refresh um and Um, what I was gonna say there there's an account on Instagram that that does call out all the influencers that take pictures where they're not supposed to or they cross boundaries or they're, you know, doing something inappropriate or depicting something inappropriate. I think that's a big point, too, is even if you're not breaking the law or you're not, if, it, if the picture looks like you are, like, no one's going to know and then they're going to go do it, yeah. too. So it's kind of, it's kind of like a like a loop like you know one thing one person does one thing and it's kind of like a a positive positive feedback (laughs) (laughs) i've been wanting to say it in this episode okay (laughs) how'd you get it in there yeah um um i I don't know. I, I there's definitely there's like three episodes that I feel like like I really like the plastic episode because I feel like that was like the first episode and then it's really relatable and it's a good like yeah. entry level episode for people. Um, plastic's usually like one of the first things people tend to like really care about. Be like, wow, there is a lot of plastic. Um, and of course, I also like the salmon episode because um, because of fish cannons were mentioned. And then all I have to do is like tell people to watch that episode because of fish cannons. And then they're like, what? And then they go like listen to the episode. That's awesome. Um, and then I really like our, um, I just liked being able to do our climate change episode mm-hmm. um, because it, was really cool to like we've been doing it for a while and to like pull all this information that we've 
gained throughout our classes and semesters and stuff to make this like big episode all about climate change. Um, I also have a couple favorites. I also really like the plastic episode. I think that's just a nice like classic episode. Um, uh, I also really like the sea level rise episode. Um, I personally am like super passionate about sea level rise and about like how climate change is affecting the ocean. And um, I think that like when you think of sea level rise, there are a lot of like other factors that you don't immediately think about, like how people's, uh, you know, drinking water supply is going to be vulnerable to that. Um, so, and of course I had uh, one of my good friends on that episode. Um, I also really like the salmon episode because salmon is like the, like a iconic image for the Pacific Northwest. And I think it's very like, uh, like metaphorical that, you know, like our like mascot or our icon of this area in our country that is like supposed to like love and cherish nature. And yet like our iconic animal is vulnerable to like, yeah, change and stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool too. Um, and I really liked the fast fashion episode because I think it really opened my eyes to like, uh, you know, other big problems that we have, like, you know, consumer culture, or, like, toxic capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Like, Emma, I remember you said something about how, like, companies will literally just, like, throw away their clothes to, like, um, I don't know, reduce competition or something. And that just, so- like, kind of opened my eyes. Like, they, like, these companies really, like, don't care if, about anything except for their money and it drives me crazy um so yeah I thought that episode was also very eye-opening yeah Yeah, and they'll throw it away or and they'll like burn it so then they'll also like release greenhouse gases gases by burning it because they're trying to keep their clothes like so that not everyone has their clothes because if they they donated those clothes then like then like lower income people would have their clothes and then their clothes wouldn't be like elite or something Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah so stupid so what is what's everyone's favorite moment like it doesn't have to be like um just something that we've done or yeah anything I I think for me doing the clothing swap was my favorite because it it definitely like we tied everything together we were able to come into the community and just do our little part and finally had um like we could put a uh like a face to our name and yeah so that was my favorite moment I think um like I really like the clothing swap but like to me, it was really cool when, like, we first started putting posters and stuff on campus and, yeah. then, and like, the, the, the boards around campus to, like, walk into campus and then see our, like, podcast on, like, a board um, or, like, walk by the library building and, like, see our poster. Like, it was, it was cool. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And then one of my um, lab mates uh, at the lab I, like, volunteer at 
he was like walking by with somebody else and my the poster was up in the hallway and um they were like oh look environmental poster and and then and then he was like oh yeah emma and they were like you know them like you know her i was like (laughs) and i felt like many many amount of fame and it was yes That, that reminds me too that happened in my class we were going around on like the first day and introduced ourselves and so I did an environmental plug and I hear the guy behind me go oh that's why I recognize your voice and I was just like uh, what oh my gosh that's so cool yeah wow we're famous yeah <laughs> definitely stroking the ego yeah Mary what about you uh, well, I guess to add to that, uh, something really cool is someone referenced our show in one of their school presentations, which I thought was crazy. And like, I didn't know the person at all. So someone just came up to me. Oh, Mark Kramer, the guy who like inspired this show um and it's like super knowledgeable he told me that someone had referenced our show in his class <laughs> oh my goodness that I just thought that was so cool and it really made it feel like like we were a legit like educational like environmental educational show people are freaking using us as references I thought that was awesome yeah <laughs> I, yeah I think I think it was Austin. I think yeah. so. If you're listening, yeah. thank you. Thank Appreciate you. It. If you're listening. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that's cool to see. Because we're in our own little bubble in the studio. Nobody, We don't have our faces on the posters or anything. So it's really cool to get outside recognition when you don't expect it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a journey. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, thank you to everyone who has streamed or tuned in live or just followed us. Um, our Instagram is environmentalpod, and there's no N, so it's just E-N-V-I-R-O, mentalpod. Oh. And same on Facebook, too. We didn't mention. Uh, yeah. So after all of these shows oh. and all of these guests, and events and us becoming campus wide famous <laughs> we have been awarded a uh, cook radio show of the year Woo! so thank you guys so much. and also emily dj emily was awarded dj show or dj of the year yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you so all of our hard work has paid off yeah, we're going to get a little plaque, right? Yeah, yeah. an official metal plaque. They have a, a plaque on the wall in the studio. There's two. There's one for the show and one for the DJs of the year. And you get a little engraved section on it. So our show will live on for years to come in in a closet upstairs in the library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I remember seeing time. that, like, we were looking at that, and we're like, we want to be on that. That's yeah. that's going to be us is next time. I totally didn't even know. I totally didn't even think about being show of the year. Like, 
or or a show of the year since everything that's been going on. So mm-hmm. that was definitely some light in the outbreak. Um, yeah. So yeah, and then I guess what's our plan for next year? Yeah, we don't have a plan. It's the we'll wait and see thing. Right? Right. So yeah, there's still plenty of episodes to stream, um, and you can get there by going on Facebook or Instagram. And we also have an email. If you wanna you email, email Emily, I don't send us your fan mail. <laughs> I want to see if we have any e- like I should check it. I haven't checked it, but we did a ask environmental episode so I thought that was really cool Mm -hmm. Um, oh yeah yeah feel free to send us your fan mail how much we've inspired you to (laughs) love and protect nature and stick it to the man yeah and think about us when you're going hiking this summer about leave no trace don't just scat out spots for the Instagram shot Mm-hmm. yeah well, and we'll be back next semester maybe if things maybe. are okay so we shall see yeah. thanks so much and thank you to my fellow co-hosts yeah wow. thanks you guys it's fun yeah. to be on and it's nice to talk to you guys again we haven't talked in two months or yeah. <laughs> so. all right See you next time. Bye. Bye.